Did we get a new video? Uh, no video. Um, we do have Maybe the theme the song. Where though. my name is spelled wrong. I can't please. do it, man. I can't do it. Please, I, I can't do it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you've ruined my whole week already, Justin. So. Dude, I ruined your week when I misspelled your freaking name in our intro video. That's <laughs> professional. We are the the epitome of professional here uh, at this podcast. So, you know. You know, just some friends talking about horror movies, you know, just saying. All right, here we go. It could be horribly cringy or a little weird. It could be everything on earth that you have ever feared. But no matter what, you'll be asking, WTF, did I just watch? Yeah. And stuff and more things. Uh, Yep. So... Welcome to the What the Fuck Did I Just Watch Horror Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode where we will be breaking down, hopefully, uh, <laughs> the mockumentary murder mystery, Blue Hour. There's some like stuff after that, too. It's like Blue Hour. Hang on. I get it wrong every time. Blue Hour. The Disappearance of Nick Brandreth. Okay, that's definitely not the movie I watched. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is Justin, and I will be the host for this evening. I am very, I am joined by a very confused uh, looking crew. I was honestly, I was honestly wondering why you had me watch this movie. Let me just read you the plot. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Is it just Blue Hour? Like. Yes, it's called The Blue oh. Hour. Oh, dude, Look, let's hear it. I'm, I'm going to read you the plot, ready? This gay romance horror tells a story of a bully, bullied teenager who befriends and has a sexual relationship with a mysterious gay boy at a haunted, abandoned pool. <laughs> well, hello, little gay boy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's not the movie that I watched, for sure. Um, it has horror in the title, though, and I can promise it was probably more horror related than the movie I watched. So, um, I'm just kidding. I didn't watch the gay one. I was trying to prank you. And get Are you serious? Out. I'm serious. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> I was trying to prank you and get you back for not messaging me back on a very important time in my life. Dude, seriously, I didn't even freaking see it, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm you you messaged me about the podcast and I'm sitting on my computer and I got messenger pulled up and like it popped up and I was like, oh my God, like we are huge buttholes. Nope. That was How my, did, that was my revenge. Dude, I totally deserve that. I dude, <laughs> I was like, there's no freaking way she watched a, what, what? <laughs> but it really, there, this is a real film. Well, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dude, that's a freaking hilarious. I, oh, I my God. I said, I'm going to prank Justin so good. The funny thing is, I was kind of like, hey, maybe we can talk about both these movies. Because I'm not sure I have much to say about <laughs> not the oh one I watched. So. <laughs> no, everyone. We watched the same film. 
man dude you have me you have my heart racing a little bit Ooh. that's that's amazing that is amazing uh well good segue um say hi to my co-host that's uh that's chainsaw over there the horror gore of herself <laughs> our resident scream queen what's up cheney oh, jerk so oh no 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 yeah nope that's me that's nope. me take a poll that's right me. now on facebook who is in the wrong? Who is in the wrong? Yeah, it's me. How did it go? Did you did you get to do it? So I had my interview Friday. Okay. I was the very I was most likely the very first interviewed because it was at eight thirty, and workday starts at eight. And um, I thought it went pretty good. It went as good as like you know. I'm not really nervous about it, but it's a promotional. Uh, it's for a promotion. So I found out only five of us were interviewed. So I was like, hey, at least I'm top five. So hey, man, that. that's awesome. Yeah, that's I got awesome. My haircut looks good. I like it. It's right here instead of like down half to my back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Like a subway half inch cut off. <laughs> Whatever. Five dollar foot long. Oh, as long as you're not Jared, we're okay. You know, oh. I, I mean, I would say it's too soon, but it's never too soon for that. Yeah, no. um, How was your yeah. week? It was good, man. It was good. Brandon graduated from uh, Spartan School of Aeronautics and uh, gets, as you know, first step to being an adult and uh, stepping out in the real world, getting a real job. And so that's pretty exciting. We got to spend a lot of time with the grandbaby and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good week. I had to work a lot uh, this weekend, but you know, is what it is. Comes with the territory, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. I also got a chemical burn on my eye. How the hell did you do that? Cause I got my lashes done. Was it worth it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Go back in two weeks, bro. <laughs> totally worth chemical burns oh, on yeah. my eyeball. I'm just like I don't need to see when I'm 45. Hey, you guys. My lashes did up. Yeah. So what what does that mean when you get your lashes done? I don't. So she glues like these synthetic fibers that look like lashes. It's probably okay. like she bundles them to like maybe three to five. And she individually glues it to every individual eyelash that you have. Oh, good lord! Yeah. How long does that take? It was. It took her like two hours. That's too much. You're doing too much. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's saving me several hours during the week because now I can okay. just get up and just fix my hair and go to work. Yeah, yeah. And shaving my head saves me a few hours, so you know, yeah. it's very low maintenance. Very low maintenance. When there's nothing there, you know, not it much seems, you got to do. It seems high maintenance, but it really is just for me to be lazy. I mean, honestly. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. Uh, so let's talk about what we got coming up real quick before uh, before we jump into this movie that you may or may not have watched. Um, and I'm sorry again, Chaney. I... I got to start checking messenger. I like never check it. So um, it's fine. I'm just, it's fine. Oh, so check this out. We were in Branson, right? And I have a, I have a nephew 
that lives like right by there. And he like hit me up on Facebook Messenger while we were there and was like, hey, we live, I live here close by and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't see it till we left Branson, right? However, somehow I liked his, what he said. I don't know how that even happens. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyways, I, when I pulled it up, I was like, oh, I got a missed message from, from my nephew. And I looked at it and it has a thumbs up on it from me. And I was like, what? I've never even seen this. So like, now it's like, I don't know if I should message him and be like, Hey, cause it sounds like I'm lying. Like, it sounds like I'm making an excuse, but I'm not like, I like legit did not read it. And then it's got like a thumbs up on it. Maybe he's watching this right now, dude. Well, if he is, I'm sorry. Either way, I'm going to message him and be like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but I'm an asshole. So yeah, terrible. So anyways, um, so what we have coming up, um, we're going to call this next couple, I would say the next month, we're going to call this franchise freshness. And we are going to be breaking down the franchise Saw. Two movies a week for the next five weeks. Ending. No! Ending with Saw X in the theater. Um, I won't be available the Sunday of Labor Day. That's okay. We won't either. We can. We'll just move it. We'll just move it. Or maybe... Maybe we'll break those two movies out, but we can, uh, we'll work around that for sure. You're making me watch all the songs. Every, all fucking nine of them. (laughs) 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 And then after we watch Saw X, we'll do a ranking video and, uh, rank all the saws. Oh, so Saw X is like going to come out around the time that. Yeah, it comes out September 29th. So if we do two episodes a week. Uh, it'll end with Saw X. Why don't we combine like, two movies into one week? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two movies oh, every week. You said two episodes a week, and I was like... Oh, hell no. No, oh, no, no. That's too much. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, two movies, one episode for the next five weeks. Uh, the last that last week will be uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw, and then we'll end with Saw X. All right, cool. That's, that's a lot of saws. Yep. That's a, we're going to be sawed out. For sure. <laughs> Actually, do you remember Katie from The Haunt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ada, she used to own all the Saw movies. Yeah. I, you know, back in the day, they were, they were pretty groundbreaking, and I was a huge fan. In fact, it's part of my tattoo. I got this, mm-hmm. uh, this spiral right here. The red spiral, if you can see it, uh, that's from Saw. How's your uh, monkey finger? It's uh. Is it good? If, if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it turned out real good. It's healing perfect. How's yours? It's good. Boom. Chocolate. Oh yeah. Yeah, it kind of lightened up a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Sweet. Right, so weird. Well. All right, I haven't cool. seen the original Saw in probably 13 years, so that's Hell yeah, really dude. fun. Back in the day when James Wan was just a, a young strapping lad. 
before the conjuring before insidious Mm -hmm. hell yeah hell yeah um yeah and before we get started again we're gonna kick off with a spoiler warning uh if you haven't seen this movie it's real it's brand new um just came off of the the horror movie circuit the the festival circuit um very low budget it's very uh homemade um i'll we'll get into that here in a little bit but uh go check it out for sure you gotta you have to rent it the the way i found it is on voodoo uh i rented it on voodoo it wasn't available on amazon to rent i rented me. it on amazon yeah did you yeah 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 so when i looked it up it wasn't available so i don't know what was up with that but it's definitely on voodoo i think it's on google as well uh, i think it's a 4.99 rental but for for small films like this um they basically came up with the budget themselves. They didn't raise any funding for this. And, um, uh, you know, if you can support small filmmakers, you know, by renting their movie, I'm all for that. So, uh, yeah, give it, give it a watch, uh, then come back, listen to us. Or if you don't want to watch it, then, then stay tuned. Cause, uh, we're going to break this some bitch down. Hey, Cheney. Hey, Justin. Hey. I don't know. Hey. This this might be hard, but uh, you got some hoary gory fun facts for us this I week. I dug deep down into the files and made <laughs> I mean, uh, dig into my pocket. Uh, no, so what you were saying about how it was like really low budget? He was on a podcast. Oh my gosh, I already forgot the podcast name. It started with an O. I think the Overlook podcast, maybe. But um, was. Was the host? Nah, never mind. I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself. I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Just, I'll I keep my thoughts to myself. For some horror gory fun facts, that was. A, Got it. Got it. Uh, he just said uh, it was kind of like a ghost set. There wasn't a lot of uh, production. He said there would be several days where he was out in the woods by himself, or it would just be him and an actor filming. Um, I also didn't know that he did visual effects for the movie Smile the director did so uh this is only like his sixth movie that he's directed um but i think the most interesting thing is that nick brandreth however you say his name is a real person and a real friend of the director but he is not missing (laughs) but like the film and like the shots of him all that was real he is a real photographer um and then all the um family shots that was just the director's family members like some home films that he got so i thought that was that's cool. super cool yeah that's super cool um but he said it was like really post-production heavy and he did the visual effects um but yeah i just that's really what i got there wasn't anything like huge or significant that um came out but that's all I have for horror gory fun facts. Just a dude making a film. Yeah. Yeah. With basically his own money and his own time, his own equipment. Yeah. He, um, so that Nick, Nick Brandreth, he, uh, he had wrote the director a note. It was like, he said it was a one, one page of, of a run on sentence of just like a stream of consciousness of an idea for a, a movie where it was like, you know, people find a, a box of old film and old pictures of 
uh, a different dimension and a cult, a cult type thing. And uh, he basically took that idea and morphed it into this movie. So it was kind of cool to hear that, you know, Nick Brandreth kind of started the idea and is in the movie and is part of the title of the movie. And they use like real names. So I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. This very much felt like a film like we would make. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I get that. I am yeah. just glad it wasn't horribly filmed. In my opinion, yeah. it wasn't yeah. at all. Um, but I was going to tell you something else I forgot. I actually looked up what a Orion pyramid was. And it actually like is supposed to keep negative energy and stuff like that away. So maybe they didn't do a hundred percent of their research on that before. So what you called it a Orion. Oh, why did I say Orion? What was it? Uh, obsidian. Obs- <laughs> obsidian. Like a black, black pyramid. You just wrote obsidian. Orion is a freaking <laughs> vape that we smoke. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, 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 obsidian. It's <clears throat> obsidian period pyramid. <laughs> wow. Um it's supposed to get rid of negative energy and not attract bad energy. So I feel like they didn't maybe not a hundred percent did their research with that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know like... if they well, I don't know because maybe like, because they didn't really paint it as a negative thing. The only, but if. Except for the stabby stab. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The people there protecting the door. Were yeah. Like murdering. So that's negative energy. Maybe. But if they had to, if they had to murder to protect it, you know, because you got to protect it at all costs. It's kind of like, it's kind of like wars based on religion. Like people think they're justified and their actions because they're being told to do it by God or whatever. Um, like, what are they protecting? They just don't want people going through it. Maybe the time travel piece. You know what I mean? Like, cause you don't want to go and like Jack, Jack shit up. Mm, that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of took the, I kind of took the black. Well, before we get into all that, we got a new set. Yeah. We'll get into all that. We got a new segment this week. Uh, I think we're going to carry it forward moving forward, but we're going to call it the what the fuck moment of the week. Uh, and I think because every movie has a what the fuck moment, I don't even care if it's, uh, you know, a stupid corny horror movie or a what the fuck horror movie. But uh, this one definitely had one scene that like I had to rewind because I was like, if you don't see it, you'll miss it. And you'd be like, wait. Wait, did that just fucking happen? And so this what the fuck moment of the week brought to you by nobody because we don't have any sponsors. Uh, They're talking to this private investigator and they're doing a they're doing an interview with this dude. And he's like trying to explain like up to this point, there have only hinted at like uh, cosmic type stuff. Like they'll show like the obsidian pyramids and these pictures and these like random doors not attached to anything just out in the woods. Right. Um, But when they go talk to this dude, he's like over the top, like there's time travel and there's like all this fucking weird shit with these pyramids. 
And then he's like, we've done this before. And you were just, you were just as arrogant when we did this and we're going to do it again. And then he just fucking disappears. He like just poofs and he's gone. And then like three seconds later, he comes back but up to that point. Like nothing's happened. It's like an hour into this movie. No, literally nothing's happened. And they're trying to f- figure out all this crap. And uh, this dude just straight up disappears. And I was like, oh, wow. Are they going there? Are we doing like, are we doing that in a found footage movie? Okay. I'm here for that. It, it made me, it made me rewind it and say, what the fuck? I thought that was pretty cool. thought that was pretty cool. Uh, hey, you want to, um, you want to do me a favor this week and summarize this movie? <gasps> Pretty please. <laughs> We've been doing this for what, a year? I know. Our year anniversary? I, I think it's been over a year. Has it? Maybe. I think we started in August last year. Are we on our hundredth episode yet? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Hell no. We're like on... 36 or something oh okay um so blue hour is a gay romance horror movie no cheney no just really (laughs) it's a real movie though just i mean if someone really wants to go watch that it really is a movie i was just messing with justin to make him think that we weren't watching the same movie uh but blue hour (laughs) blue hour is a mockumentary styled a uh, true crime documentary. A daughter is on a search to find her father that went missing back in 1997. Um, they he was a photographer, and she goes around to everybody doing these interviews. And one of his friends pulls out his film, and it was which I thought was really cool, and that's how I. The um, what was it? The trap camera? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Was it called the trap camera? Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Um, and you see these images that he caught of these cult-like figures standing in the woods, and then just like a random door in the woods. Um, well, come to find out that there are doors to different. I don't want to say dimensions because I feel like it's in the same dimension. Um, so it, it was just like time traveling doors. I mean, that's basic. That's basically it. Her dad didn't want to come back. Um, he was quote unquote possessed, which. All right. Um, and then they ended up going through a door and time traveling back to 180 something days and make sure their friend doesn't get killed. And then it ends with them going back to the woods. So. I don't know what's next for them. Yeah, he in that interview he actually said that they're working on they just started pre production of their on their next movie. And I don't know if it was like in in this, like a sequel to this, or if it's a totally different movie, but I'd be okay with a sequel to this. Yeah. I just felt mm, I'll just say it because we're already talking about it. I just felt like there were some ideas that were good and some ideas that were like, where did that come from? That's not really fit in the storyline. Because the whole like possession of her dad, there was no like explanation for it, for one. 
and like no one else has gotten possessed by it so that was confusing but she kind of she kind of did though she just didn't succumb to it cuz he was like you're possessed kind of and it'll pass if you give it time i think he just like succumbed to it why doesn't he just walk back out the door with her? That, that doesn't make sense to me. Because I think he wanted to be in there. Like, I think he got so obsessed with it after he started filming it and taking pictures that he like, that he like wanted to be in there or like maybe the feeling he got when he was in there. I don't know. And also I kind of looked at it like, um, did you ever watch the outwaters uh-uh. from earlier this year? Um, it's very it's very similar to this and it's like you don't really know what the fuck happened or what's going on when it gets to like the cosmic piece of it and there's no explanation for it and there's not supposed to be because we're not supposed to understand exactly it's too complicated for us to understand when you get into that cosmic arena um and so they try to film it in a way that uh that makes you feel that way I think it's really cool that there's two movies this year that came out that really that actually take a camera and get the uh, capture of video of them in a cosmic situation, cosmic horror type situation where you don't typically typically get a camera to go. Um, That's rarely done, especially in found footage. It's really rarely done even in horror movies uh, in general. Um, it's usually, unless it's like a big budget movie. Um, I think the void did it really good. Obviously they use obsidian pyramids in that movie. That's like the logo of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of took it almost like the pyramids were kind of like the Leviathan and they, it was like a God and it kind of controlled. If you saw it, like it had control over you and it could get into your thoughts, just like a Leviathan, just like the Leviathan you know, Lovecraft stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I it's a tough. know more about that um, subject. Because, I mean, for someone that doesn't know, I'm just like, huh? What are you, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's cool. An- another thing is how her co- producer or filmer the guy filmer the guy that was going through the doors with her i felt like he had a more difficult time navigating the doors than the other guy because the other guy was just like i'm disappeared oop now i'm back he probably has more experience but i i don't know i just felt like you know it can't be that difficult right i don't know he kind he kind of talked Excuse me, he kind of talked through it though a little bit where he was like, like, I was super confused and I was trying to get my bearings and figure out what was going on the whole time, but I couldn't. And so I was just kind of like wandering through time space and not knowing what to do. Like he has like a little monologue about it, but he doesn't really explain it. Right. I could see though why. And then he just pops why up you in would, that biker shop. Yeah. <laughs> dude that like, shit cracked me up that shit cracked me up well to me that's also uh an homage or homage to uh the conspiracy have you ever seen that 
It's nope. another found footage movie uh, about a cult. Uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. Um, I in my it's like top ten found footage, like that that good. Um, but anyways, they go they like hide in a biker, like in a biker club like that. It's almost the exact same scene where these bikers are like ch- like be- trying to beat them up and they're trying to hide and run away and crazy. I was like, wait, is it? I wonder if they like know each other or I don't know. It was almost the exact same scene though. So um, yeah. Yeah. So the, the good of this movie, you got three, you got three positives. Um, I am a personal fan of true crime documentaries. So I really did like the beginning. Um, I liked the style that they shot and how they edited that. I like that. Um, they did kind of lose it towards the middle and the end of the film. They didn't bring any of that back. Um, I did like how they try to set up the true crime. There, I mean, there were some things that they didn't do that normally people do in true crime documentaries. But whatever. It's a mockumentary. No big deal. Um, but I did think the filming was good. In my in my opinion, it was. This wasn't like human hibachi. At oh, all. Oh, no. This was no, no, way no. better quality. Yes. Um, so I would say the filming, they got as close to a true crime documentary. I think it's not, I would say Poughkeepsie tapes and then Blue Hour. Blue Hour would be right under the Poughkeepsie tapes. Okay. Um, I felt like Poughkeepsie was a better hitting true crime mockumentary than this one. But for someone doing a very first true crime mockumentary, like they did great. Yeah. For sure. Um, another positive. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Yep. All right. You got one one positive. One out of three. I give two. I, like. I give two. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, well, I, I got three. Um, I really like the the filming style as well. I like how they incorporated drone. Um. They incorporated body cam. They incorporated GoPros. They did the old school film with the old school cameras. Uh, they did the, uh, what did you call it? The the cameras that. Uh, trap camera. Tra- yeah, the trap cameras. Um, and then they did the documentary style with the professional cameras. They had film crew. Like, I really like that piece of it, um, how they just brought in all kinds of different footage styles. Um, I really liked how they did like the old school news broadcast. Um, oh yeah. I was going to say they did really good with uh, those yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. Cause you can really jack those up and uh, make them very corny. I think they did a really good job. Even the acting was, was good in those. And then the third or actually I got more than three. So um, I like how I thought the acting in this was excellent. Um, there was only one character I thought was very bad. The captain? No. Oh. No. I think, well, I just think the captain's character was terrible. I don't think it was bad acting. I just think his character He was altogether. a terrible actor. When they went and showed oh, him the video, who reacts like this? That's fair. I'll <laughs> give you like, that. No, your reaction would be like, what the fuck? Not. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, the it was the mom. 
Oh, okay. God, every time she spoke, I was like, she's straight up reading off a script right now. And I hate that. Um, but that's okay. But everyone else I thought did a great job um, on the acting front. I don't know about the character side of things. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and then the fourth thing I really like is the introduction of of cosmic horror into a found footage movie, which, you know, up until this year has been basically impossible to do. If you're if you're watching found footage, it's based in reality almost 99% of the times. And so to, to see cosmic horror now in two movies, you know, and Outwaters was a big movie. It actually went to theaters, made a lot of money. Um, I, I just feel like uh, it, it progresses the genre forward and, you know, I'm all for that. So I like these films that, that challenge all the tropes and, and push it to areas you don't expect. Uh, when that dude disappeared, I was like, yeah, baby, are we, we are doing this shit. And, and then they went through the door and I was like, dude, they're going to show us inside of the, inside of this other dimension. That's badass. Um, it wasn't too cosmic-y, right? It was just like black darkness with a pyramid, but, um, but it was still cool. Like it was still cool to, you know, that they tried to go there. So, so those are my good. Uh, how about bad? I just felt like there was some inconsistencies in the story um and i said that earlier like i felt like if you were going to go the possession route then you should provide more information on that um make it make sense and then um that's really all like they didn't really talk about like the keepers of the door or anything they were just stabby stabby Yeah, I think it would have been cool to like, like if they do make a sequel, like they really go into the cult side of it. I'm a sucker for cult movies. So like if they did a whole movie just about the keepers of the door, I would be like, hell yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in on that. That's that's really all I had. I just felt like some things were almost followed and then it just wasn't talked about again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, that really was my down like negative thing. I felt like this was just like, I mean, I know a hundred percent it wasn't a documentary, like for real, for real. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't really have anything that was like, oh my god, that was absolutely terrible. Don't do that yeah. again. I, honestly, what about you? Yeah. So my my three bads. Uh, first off. There's like a scene where they go to the woods. Um, they're they're trying to go to the woods during blue hour uh, and find the exact, not during blue hour, I'm sorry. This is prior to that. They're going to the woods to find the exact spot that her dad was filming from based on these pictures that he had. And they they legit walk around the woods for 20 minutes doing nothing. They say nothing. And she's just walking around looking at the picture Nope, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. Hey, do you think that? Nope, that's not it. And for 20 minutes. And finally, I was like, dude, I'm about to turn this off. I can't. If they don't do something. And then finally, she's like, oh, I think I found it. And I'm like, thank fucking God, dude. Like, golly. God dang. How long are you going to walk around the damn woods? Okay, I get it. Like, show me five minutes of that. But don't show me 20 minutes of nothing. 
It was like the whole Blair Witch movie, but without the arguing and without the character development. They just like walked around. And I was like, dude, you could have cut 15 minutes out of this movie and I would you wouldn't even notice. Wouldn't I, even notice. So that that one bothered me. I will say it kind of brought up another. So remind me when you're done that I brought up another thing that I didn't like. What you Okay. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the the second thing was I hated the character of her co-producer. And he kind of he kind of got a, a a redemption towards the end where I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe he's not that bad." He's kind of a piece of crap the whole movie. He's not a in your face piece of crap where you would just be like, "Oh, that dude sucks." But he's like low-key kind of a piece of crap. And then he does things that were like to make himself look better the whole movie, but it's just like, it doesn't feel genuine. So he's like, I'll go out into the woods with you, but not cause I want to like, oh, well then don't fucking go dude. No one's asking you to go piece of shit. Why'd you say that? You just saying that to make me feel bad. Like, well, just for the record, this is a bad idea. Then don't fucking go bro. Like she never asked you to go. She actually told you not to. So, you know what I mean? So that really bothered me. And then, see, that's why I didn't bring up the dude's acting, but the cop, the cop storyline, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. Maybe, so he, maybe if he was like the one of the keepers of the door or something, like that's, that's why he was such a shitty cop. Yeah. Like, or he was trying to, co- he was, he was like covering it up. He was being paid to cover it up or. Yeah. But that didn't go anywhere, dude. It was like. Why is he even in the movie? They don't even need him in the movie. Yeah, he's just a shitty like, cop. He was a shitty cop and shitty character, and like, and there was no development of it. They just like put him in there just to show that he was kind of a crappy cop. And I was like, okay. I know it was to prove, to prove the fact that, you know, the police didn't do everything they could to to solve the mystery. I know that was the whole point. Like you could have done that with like a a two minute scene and other interviews. It could have been like 30 seconds long, them trying to reach out to him. And he's like, no comment. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been like, oh yeah, he's a shitty cop. Exactly. Exactly. So those are my three negatives and they're, they're not showstoppers for me. I think, uh, you know, I think that those are just like, those are things that are in every found footage movie, to be honest. Like you always have one crappy character. You always have one guy that can't act worth a shit. You know, actually some of them have every actor that can't act worth, worth a shit human hibachi. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, anyways, what was your, uh, what was your other bad? Uh, I was just going to say, I kind of gave this look like whatever when their friend, their other friend that was flying the drone went you know got killed they're like where is he i thought he was right with walking with us really well that's why it's almost 15 minutes ago i thought he was walking right behind us 15 minutes ago bro really you haven't noticed your friends not with you for 15 minutes like that's a long ass time right that's a long ass time that's I was just like <laughs> But that's what I was trying to say. That dude 
that's another reason why that dude's a piece of crap. He's like low key acts like he gives a crap, but like deep down, he's like, I didn't even check on my friend for 15 fucking minutes. We're out in the woods researching a cult. Like we better be locks. If it's me, like we're holding arms and like, you yeah. know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah dude. Where you at? You better get closer. Yeah, no way. Hell no. And then I I did like at the end though where they're he was like, All right, I'm coming. They're like, No, you're staying in the car. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I was like, Why even go Uh, back out there that day? I would like keep him in a room. Yeah. And not let him drive that day. After he died, I actually thought it was pretty cool that they had someone else go out there and do like a a TikTok investigation. Yeah, that was and like and then also die and like it made it like a famous place uh and then also like how they named it Haddonfield you know how Haddonfield Forest after Halloween and of course they made a joke yes, about I was, that but... I was glad that he called it out because I was like Haddonfield of yep. course yep of course right next do, to do, Crystal do. Lake <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh all right, well, uh, you want to rate this thing? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you go first. My household is being kind of loud right now, so you go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I am going to – this one's kind of hard for me because, like, I really enjoyed it, but I also kind of didn't at the same time. It's kind of a hard watch, so I'm going to give this a three. A three. I think for a found footage movie, which is my favorite genre, uh, they did a great job. And especially for no budget. He also, the director also said that this was like, he was doing this after work in his apartment. So like he had to like take off time from work and like that type of stuff. So it wasn't like his full-time job. He did it as a passion project and uh, with his friends. And I really love that. So that, that earns points and the acting earns points for me. Um, and the, and the cosmic horror, but there were some things that brought it back down. I think this is a middle of the road movie, but I think it's a really well done found footage. So, uh, I give it a three. I'm, I'm going to give it a three as well. Wow. I wow. mean, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, I watched the whole thing and I was like talking to, cause Peter watched it with me. And so like when they did the, talking about the trap camera i was like so what did he catch on the camera (laughs) we were we were invested in it and kind of like what you know what's going on and it wasn't never once was i like why am i watching this freaking movie yeah the only time i thought that was when they were walking through the fucking woods for 20 minutes i was like good god dude um i can't watch this shit anymore and that's when beth was sitting in the living room with me while i was watching it and she was like, "Oh, Cheney's gonna fucking hate this movie." And I was like, no, "If this I, I all if this it. is all it is, then yeah, she's gonna hate it." Like, but it got better at the end for sure. Yeah, I really it, didn't hate it. I I really like true crime stuff, so this felt good. true crimey to me. Good. Okay, so we landed on a three. I like it. I like it. I think we both kind of had similar feelings with this. Um, I think that's cool with Outwater. So just to compare this to Outwaters, the other cosmic found footage movie, Outwaters is a much, much, much bigger budget. 
it has really good soundtrack the way they layered in the music um because it's like musicians out in the the desert and they're like filming a music video and so they were able to like overlay music on the movie um but once they get into the cosmic piece everything is dark except for a little pinhole of light and that's all you see and so it's like an hour of them walking around with a pinhole of light and that you can't see anything and so i fucking hate that movie i hate it so this i actually even though this is way lower budget way lower quality way lower acting skill everything this is still a better movie than the outwaters just saying so good job good job guys i think you did a good job and i'm actually excited to see what they come up with what their next movie is going to be yeah i i also i forgot we forgot to mention like the visual effects like i thought them entering like i didn't care about that beam of light like that was it, there wasn't any like horrible effects to me honestly so. There was one scene they they used it like four times of the pyramid like moving backwards and then coming forwards and it looked very uh very amateurish but but that was really the only one that I noticed. It gave me like 80s retro vibes. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. I think that's what he was going for, honestly, so. Yeah. Can't fault the guy. Uh well, cool. I like it. Um so yeah, next week, look forward to uh, Saw 1 and Saw 2 as we start our new segment uh, of movies coming up. For um, I called it something at the beginning of this, and that's actually not what it's called. It's I was going to call it uh, Franchise Filth, and I called it something else, and I can't remember what it was. Anyways. What the fuck franchise? <laughs> yeah, something, some stupid like that. But I like it's, franchise filth. That's cool. Yeah, franchise filth. That's what it's called. The next five weeks, we will be breaking down all the Saw movies, uh, two at a time, all the way up to Saw X. And uh, I'm fu- I'm stoked because I, you know, Saw is like, it's there, man. Saw's there for me, uh, uh, especially the in the beginning and towards the end. It gets a little dicey there in the middle, but we'll we'll I'm, break it down and uh, we'll talk about it. So I'm not ready for like all the feelings I get in my body because <laughs> it's like, Ugh. like well, wow, I know that hurts. I know that hurts. It's hurting. It's hurting me. You know, honestly though, it might be different now that you know you got some haunted house stuff behind you. We, you know, you're in a horror movie podcast, so you might have different perspective on it now. Never know. That's true. Yeah. Hey, you made it through a Serbian film, so. (laughs) I will find, like, I literally will find myself sometimes, like, this one of the scenes, like, will pop up in my head. I'm like, stop, get out, get out, get out, get out, stop thinking about it, stop thinking about it, stop thinking. Yeah, when a movie causes intrusive thoughts, like, damn, like, damn. I know. Yeah. That was absolutely 100, 1,000 percent, 10 trillion thousands terrifying, but it's a movie that I would never recommend people to watch. That's right. Especially if you have children. Uh, Exactly. Exactly. So. But just know it's it's horrifying. (laughs) Like legitimately uh, real life scenario horrifying. Yeah. 
Oh. We talked about it. Not gonna get out. <laughs> it's kind of like when people say I lost the game. Like I just lost. I just lost the Serbian film game. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're not starting yep. that, by the way. No, note to self, uh, don't bring that up again. Uh, no, no, definitely no. won't do that. Uh, it's okay if I make make puke noises, though, right? Uh, Does that still get, get at you? Sometimes. Man, we used to make puke noises all the time, and Cheney would just like go on the corner and throw up. Uh, well, I have kids now that I just let puke on me. I'm like, yep, Fair. get it out. Perspective, baby. Perspective. Yeah. It's all about it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, go follow us on social media, WTF underscore horror underscore podcast, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all the all the social stuff that kids do, I think. Um, also, we recorded this live on Facebook. So if you guys ever want to see what we look like or uh, ask us questions, interact, all that fun Hello. stuff. Um, chemical we'll, burn. I really don't look like this. Chemical burn. Yo, yo. Um, go, you can watch us on Facebook. We record every, mostly every Sunday night, but we'll, we'll post on Facebook when we're, we're getting ready to record. Um, and if not, we're going to start posting these as video podcasts on Spotify, um, because they support that now. Um, and it'll be audio everywhere else. So Apple and, you know, all the other places people listen to podcast at. So uh, go give us a, a like, a shout out, a listen, a comment. If you got movies you want us to, to review, we'd love to hear that too. We would love to interact with all you guys. Um, and we want to say thank you for, uh, for supporting us and, and keeping us going because um, we're just some nerds talking about horror movies. So yo, fuck it. Yo, yo. I think with that, we are out. Bye. Peace.